Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we ended our session on the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and it's also the beginning of knowledge and a good holy understanding. As we continue in that thought today, let's look at Proverbs, which we looked at yesterday, 1027 and uh, Proverbs uh, 1426. We just read them yesterday. Want to look at them a little bit longer today. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The fear of the Lord, meaning if we hate evil, if we hate the evil way and we're not walking in it, then for sure we're not going to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, we actually should always be at the right place at the right time with the right people that God has led us to. But as we learn the fear of the Lord in our lives and we learn to hate evil, we also learn to hate arrogancy. Now, when we read in the book of 1 Corinthians and we see the definition of, of love as it is outlined in chapter number 13, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, that is what Paul talks about, a more excellent way. Yes, in chapter 12, he talked about the body of Christ having apostles and prophets and teachers. He talks about all the different gifts that are there. But he, he also goes on to mention, I show you a more excellent way, something far stronger, something far better, something that exceeds that. And that winds up being the way of love. Now, as I said in chapter number 12 at the end, his, his words to the body of Christ uh, are, are, are real simple. He wants us to understand that love is a very, is a very powerful component in our lives. The love of God, the way he uh, uh, has established his body. 1231. But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. What does he mean by the word excellent? He, he means a throwing beyond. That means something that is, is beyond our normal reach. That is supposed to be super eminence, preeminently, abundant, exceedingly, excellent, more excellent, beyond, out of measure. Now, this is the definition that is given for the word excellent. And not only is it excellent, but it says a more excellent way. So then he starts off in chapter 14, verse 1. And we have to remember that the Bible was not written uh, when it was given to the prophets, to the writers, in chapters and verses. It was just one complete thought. So chapter uh, 13 is just connected to chapter 14 right off the bat. After he says, I show you a more excellent way, he goes on to say, follow after love. And desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Now, as he continues to explain, 
he finally reaches the definition of love. And he begins to explain what it is and what it is not. And here we go. Starting with verse number uh, <clears throat> with, the, with, with the following verse, uh, it says in verse number uh, four, love suffers long. And remember, we're, we're looking at the fear of the Lord and the fear of the Lord said it's to hate evil. It's to hate the evil way. It's also to hate uh, certain different characteristics of pride and arrogancy and, and these things. The definition of love is love suffers long. Love is kind. Love envies not. Love puffs itself up. It's, it does not puff, puff itself up. It vultures not. It does not behave unseemingly. It does not seek her own. Is not easily provoked. It thinks no evil. Now notice that. It thinks no evil. Not only is the fear of the Lord to hate evil and hate the evil way. When we're walking in love, we don't think evil. It does not rejoice in iniquity, but it rejoices in truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Love endures all things. Love is not arrogant. Love is not full of pride. Love is not like that. Uh, so, so, so the word puffed up uh, means to inflate. It means to make proud. So love is not puffed up, but the way of the wicked, the way of the evil, it is. And that's why it says that the fear of the Lord is to hate arrogancy and to hate pride. So in order to walk in the fear of the Lord, it's also going to mean that we have to walk in love, in the love of God. Not as something optional, but as a command. Jesus constantly said, he that walks in love has fulfilled the law. Everything is fulfilled when we walk in love. So the fear of the Lord goes along that line. Now, here's the next verse we want to look at. Not only does the fear of the Lord prolong life, it's because of the habits it's because of the discipline and the chastisement that the fear of the Lord provides in our lives that it'll keep us away not only from evil, evil ways and evil things, but the very things that would wind up shortening our life. Uh, not getting enough rest, the wrong diet, not sleeping correctly. Uh, all of these things, and then being overcome and overwhelmed and overburdened by all the things of this life, by the the knickknacks of it. And yet Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, take no thought for your life. It's more than just food. It's more than just clothing. It's more than just money. It's more than just a job. 
so that we don't wind up stressing out the body. Stress is foreign to the body. It causes it to react in a, in a, in a very negative way. And the body, the more it continues in stress, the more it continues uh, in depression, the more it continues in anger, the more it continues in arrogance, the more it builds up self-toxins. And then within time, those self-toxins affect the body, whether it's through inflammation causing pain, uh, whether it's uh, uh, eventually developing into cancer or many other things. So... The fear of the Lord is a deterrent to that, prolonging our days of life. And there's many other things that we can add along that line. But it says uh, it'll prolong your days. And then it says in the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. Now that's another thing that we ha- we need. The Apostle Paul in the book of Hebrews mentions that we should not cast away our confidence. It is of great benefit and of great reward in our lives. When we study the book of Hebrews and we read in chapter 10, he goes on to show us the importance, especially in the context that the, that the book is written, Paul writing to the Hebrews or to the Jews, during the time that they've become Christians and they're being persecuted by the Jews and many of them are giving up hope, you know, in their persecution. They lost their jobs. They lost their families. Many were thrown in prisons. Others were uh, 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 cast into the lions or, or crucified or burned alive, martyred for the sake or for the name of Christ. So when he writes to them, he tells them not to lose their confidence. It says in Hebrews 10, 19, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. And remember, in Hebrews 4, in verse 14 through 16, we are told that we have a high priest that has been touched with the feelings, with the weaknesses of our lives. He knows what it is to be rejected, to be disappointed, to be hated. Uh, He knows uh, the pain of suffering on a cross. He knows these things. And because he knows these things and he's acquainted with them, then he's able to save us. He's able to deliver us. He's able to secure us. Okay. Hebrews 10.19, having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, through his flesh. And having a high priest over the, the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled From an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that has promised. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves as is the manner of some, but exhorting 
one another so much more as you see the days approaching. If, if we do that, if we receive that, then we cannot cast away our confidence. But many did cast away their confidence because they were going through very hardship. It says in Hebrews 10.34, For you had compassion of me in my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing yourselves that you have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Verse 35, Cast not away therefore your confidence which has great recompense of reward. For that after you need, for af, for ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Now we read in uh, the book of Proverbs, the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. So they're tied together, and his children have a place of refuge. When Jesus says, come unto me, all you that are heavy laden and burdened, and I will give you rest, come and learn of me. He was talking about finding refuge, a true rest that is in God. I'm not talking about uh, uh, having had your eight hours of sleep and the body is rested, even though the thought can be included in there. But the, the, the thought behind it is, and I will give you rest, I will give give you what you need so that you're no longer struggling and carrying your burdens. I will be your rest for you because my burden and my load is light. If you take my yoke, I will carry what you think you need to carry in your life. I will do that for you. So as we look at that scripture, we learn that Jesus wants us to enter into the rest that God has prepared for us. And that is the rest that is mentioned in Hebrews in chapter 3. So he says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And the word there that is used for rest is uh, to be exempt, to be refreshed, take ease, to have the rest that God wants us to have. And then he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So do not cast away your confidence, whatever you have placed in the Lord in hating evil, hating arrogance, hating pride, hating the evil way. Do not cast away whatever confidence that you have received in him. Because it will cause you to have a place of refuge. So in the fear of the Lord is strong confidence and his children shall have a place of refuge. And then finally... Uh, Proverbs 16, 6, By mercy and truth iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord men depart from evil. 
Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May his countenance really reflect the glory of Jesus upon your life. In Jesus' name, amen.